Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, and today we're going to be discussing the training camp and what I have seen and others have seen throughout this uh, past week and a half of training camp and some surprises and some worries that we have we've been coming across. I also want to let you know we're going to hear a little bit from NFL Network Stacy Dales um, a little bit about what she came to training camp to actually check out herself. And, well, before we get into that, I just want to remind everybody that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get your latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place all of your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available right to play from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Now, we're going to get into this right now as uh, I showed up training camp a couple days ago and I ran into a very special guest. Her name, Stacy Dells, former... WNBA All-Star, Olympian, and now she works, of course, for the NFL Network, and she showed up because she had some questions. Let's hear what they were. Right together? Yeah, hi. Oh, hi, everybody. What's going on? Indianapolis Colts camp. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, I'm happy to be here, and uh, there's been a little drama. There's been a little drama with Jonathan Taylor, and uh, as he continues to work through his ankle issue, Lawrence, but I, I really, there's a lot of other good to be watching, which is, I'm going to start with the quarterback, Anthony Richardson. I understand yesterday was probably his best practice yet, despite working with the twos, mm-hmm. and uh, I just, the upside of this guy is tremendous, not only as a person, but as a player. The arm talent is it's a gift of God. And uh, hopefully the Colts can, you know, put the chemistry together around him and we'll see who, who shakes out to win the quarterback battle between he and Gardner. Yeah, that would be, that'd be very interesting because they're completely different quarterback styles, really. You know, one's got this cannon for an arm. Another guy's got that veteran experience that knows how to manipulate defenses and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be very interesting to see how that shakes out. That's a great point by you. And um, I guess it'll all come down to how soon do we want to get Anthony Richardson, who's the fourth overall pick, game like reps? Is he ready enough for those? And if so, throw him in there and, and get him some experience because uh, with 13 starts at Florida, you know, he's, he's looking to play. And, you know, hopefully for Colts fans play early. But I know Gardner's had a really good camp, too. Mm-hmm. And he's solid. He knows Shane's offense. Uh, I'm really pumped about Shaq coming back on the defensive side of the ball. Shaq Leonard, of course. And to see what he's been through over the last two years. And now he's finally able to return to 7-on-7, 11-on-11 regular practice. Mm-hmm. Now he can really test out his body and match that up to the mental part of the game. And... Uh, we actually get to talk to him on NFL Network. Oh, that is so yeah. awesome. Yeah, I remember yesterday I was watching some uh, interviews with him, and he's talking about how there's fear yeah. coming back from the injury and, and stuff, and you got to kind of 
play through that, shake it off, to be able to move on from it. So. Oh, no question. Yeah, you're, you're, I, I remember a long time ago, I tore my ACL, and I remember going back to play and how fearful. You don't ever want to admit that, but there is some fear there. That, am I going to be the same? I'm like, well, I ended up being stronger than before, and hopefully, you know, Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> All right, so to get in on a little bit of this, uh, after we got done recording, I asked Stacy what she thought of Grand Park, where the Colts training camp is, and she said it was absolutely fantastic. It was top-notch. It was, uh, she says, considering uh, most teams, you know, practice at their own facilities, uh, that this place was very designed for the fans, right, And, and for, you know, the facilities themselves for the, for the players and stuff. So this is, uh, she was very, very impressed with Grand Park and liked it a lot. She ranked it very, very high. Uh, getting into, in order of what she was discussing was the drama, obviously, with Jonathan Taylor. And that drama seems to escalate a little bit more as reports now are coming out. Jonathan Taylor is now rehabbing that ankle that he had surgery on back in January off-site. What? You know, he's not going to be at practice anymore, walking around, talking to people that he's recovering from that ankle injury on his own in a different area, you know, not with the regular team facilities, which begs to differ why, right? I mean, you would think that the best way to rehab uh, an ankle or a surgery or something of that nature would be with some of the uh, NFL's best with the team doctors and the facilities they have and be around you know, the guys that you work with on a consistent basis, your teammates, they're rooting you on and giving you moral support. Um, now, eh, it begs the question because, I mean, you think about it all the time. When he's out there at training camp, you hear the fans, right, yelling down at Jonathan Taylor, you know, uh, one way or another, right, about uh, how they feel about how all this drama is unfolding and look, he's human too. And sometimes he don't want to hear some of the stuff that's being said. Sometimes some of the other stuff is, is quite, you know, you know, uplifting, encouraging towards him, you know, saying that they wish they'd hurry up and get healed up and get the contract and come play. Uh, some fans are bitter with Jonathan Taylor for this uh, hold in that he's, that he uh, is apparently doing right now. But it is what it is. And we're going to find out when talking talking to Shane Steichen about the whole Jonathan Taylor and whether he thinks that Jonathan will uh, even show up to practice, he said absolutely. He thinks that he should be uh, showing up to practice with training camp. When he's ready, he will be there and practice with the team. So that's something to look forward to. We're going to move on now, talk about Anthony Richardson. She talked about it already, right? Um, basically a gifted arm you know, and gifted physical abilities. This man is out there and his physical abilities were on prominent display, prominent display on two separate plays during training camp and in team exercises where one, he ran for 15, 20 yards on a scrambling play for a touchdown. And on another, on an RPO, uh, instead of handing the football off, he took off in the other direction he went 15 yards before anyone even came close to touching him. And when they came close, that's when the whistle blew. So we didn't know. There was only one guy that got close to him. The whistle was blown. 
he probably could have took that even further, right? Anthony Richardson right now looks fantastic with the ball in his hands. He's been quite accurate. Now, obviously, he's had a few missed throws. He's thrown some interceptions, right? But every quarterback throws an interception here and there. He's also had some massive touchdowns out there, including touchdowns to Alec Pierce, multiples. He's got touchdowns to Kylan Granson. It was a beautiful back corner of the end zone throw uh, this past weekend to Kylan Granson that was absolutely gorgeous for a touchdown. Obviously, all of you know about the Alec Pierce touchdown that that happened uh, a little over a week ago. And, you know, speaking of Alec Pierce, that's another guy who's really stepped up as of late, right? He looks a lot different than what he did this time uh, last year as a rookie. You can tell that he is here working on himself. He is making better, sharper cuts um, on his moves. He releases faster. He's getting more physical when it comes to going up and getting the football, things of that, that nature. And he is he's absolutely looking the part of that deep threat that the Colts really need on the outside that they really needed last year, okay? Something that the Colts really haven't had a whole lot over the past few years. Now, the last thing that she was talking about was Shaquille Leonard, and we were discussing about that fear coming back from the injury because he's been gone so long. And, you know, she she dove into a little bit of, you know, she tore her ACL and that, that fear was real coming back from that, wondering if you're going to be the same person and all of that. It looks like Shaquille Leonard has really put that behind him. He's been out there on team activities, flying around the ball, doing his normal stuff where, you know, he's out there raising his hands and, and getting his team involved, getting the fans involved in all honesty as well. You know, they're screaming and yelling and stuff when he's out there, you know, flipping around and, 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 and yelling and, and, and firing up his guys and he's making plays. Right, he is absolutely making plays out there on the ball. Uh, there's a, a few times I've noticed uh, where it just seems like he his instincts. He knows where he's going, and that is huge. Right, um, we were talking about where Gus Bradley, you know, even said, "Hey, you know, we trust Shaquille Leonard so much. So we trust his instincts and his decision making so much so that we give him reign." on what he wants to do out there on the field, right? If he if he's supposed to be in one position, but for some reason he's not, we don't get on him on that because we, you know, he sees something, he has an instinct about it. And, he, and that was on prominent display uh, just a couple days ago when he went out of position and stopped out of, or was in position, went to follow somebody and stopped out of nowhere and just as he stopped, the ball was thrown, and he was able to get his hand up and bat the ball down. Now, he tried to intercept it. He he didn't bat it straight down. It kind of batted it up a little bit. Then he reached out to try to grab it. It was out of his reach. But he made a play on the ball, almost got an interception. And that's the kind of stuff that we're used to seeing from him his first few years in the NFL, that turnover machine that Shaquille Leonard is. And it looks like to me, Shaq is back. And that is exciting news for this Indianapolis Colts defense. I want to get in a little bit about a rookie 
that just came back to training camp this past week. Um, and he had me a little worried. Okay. Big bodied, right? Six, three, about a hundred and what? 90 pounds or, or so, uh, it, he's Juju Brents. Okay. That cornerback, that, that guy that is somebody, I was a little worried that he was just going to use his long arms and his size to really cover guys. But what I saw from him was no matter how light or thin this man is, he is out there making hits, all right, being physical to the point that near the end of the practice, he put, he laid some wood down on a receiver as he caught the ball on the sideline, trying to knock the ball out of his hands. The receiver got up, I'm not going to name names, and started complaining. Offensive players started complaining, right, about Juju's hit on him. But Juju was out there practicing like he was supposed to practice, right, out there being physical. Uh, When talked about with Zaire Franklin, right after that practice, he was saying, you know what, the offense talking about that, you know, we were being too physical and stuff, but you got to be physical in practice. You got to play, you got to practice the way you want to play. Right. And he laughed it off. And quite frankly, you kind of need to practice like you got to play. Because if you don't, then when it comes to play time, the other team, they're going to be hitting you at full speed. You need to get your body used to that and expect it. You know, otherwise things are going to happen. You're going to end up with turnovers. You're going to get the ball knocked out of your hands. You're going to get hurt. So, the fact that Juju was out there, the guy that I was afraid wasn't going to be physical enough, out there really showing how to be physical as a cornerback really impresses me. All right. Now, he, he's made some plays on the ball as well, but I really like what I've seen from him. Uh, obviously, I, I've also liked what I've seen from Josh Downs so far, a guy who really moves around very, very well, uh, in and out of his breaks a ton. Kylan Granson has been an absolute phenom out there. I think he's doing a fantastic job blocking. I think he's doing a fantastic job at receiving. He just looked, he looks like a third year receiving tight end, right? The guy we expected Kylan to be when he came out in the draft. And it's kind of exciting to see him blossom into what we wanted. Now, a lot of you were like, well, I mean, we got other guys on here, you know, you're, you're rooting on some other people. And I understand that, but I'm rooting for all of them. And when I see one that gets out there and does something like, you know, what he's been doing, I'm going to tell you, expect big things from Kylan. He may not be six foot six, six foot seven with a 10 foot wingspan, but the dude is fast and he plays with a lot of guts and he's not afraid to take a hit over the middle after catching the football. So, and he's blocking well. So that's that's everything you need from a tight end. Absolutely everything you need from a tight end. Um, another thing that I have noticed is, let me see here. So I ran out of notes that I had put down here for us to talk about. But what I am going to talk about is all in all, we do see some 
like stuff from the offense during training camp, some some shining points, like that pass to to Pierce or or the runs that Anthony Richardson does or or the catches. Mike Strawn. Mike Strawn. He's had an up and down camp so far. Earlier in the same exact day, Mike Strawn actually went up to get a ball that was thrown to him. Did not go up, use his body, use his size. Dude's a monster, right, out there size-wise. But did not go up strong for the football and got out-bullied for it. And it ended up being incomplete, right? 15 minutes later, a ball was almost the exact same kind of ball thrown to him on the exact same sideline. And he looked like a completely different receiver. He went up strong. He used his body and blocked out the defender. And he got the football, got the reception, came down inbounds. And it was it was tough because he was right on the sideline. And he went up, got the football strong. And when he came down, he came down, looked down, and made sure that his feet tapped inbounds before he fell out of bounds. It was an incredible catch by Mike Strong. So he's having an up and down. Hopefully we see more of the second part rather than the first part from Mike Strong uh, moving on forward with that. And, of course, um, the other tied in that we haven't talked about yet, you know, Andrew Ogletree, right, that he's, you know, with the other tied ends that we have talked about kind of being injured or haven't talked about because they're injured, right? Ogletree's been out there playing his butt off. Absolutely playing his butt off. And looks good. Still good blocker. Still able to get some uh, separation and stuff of that nature. Now, Ogletree is not playing with the ones. He's playing with the twos. But he's still making plays out there. And that's what we want to see. So that's what I've gotten so far. I will be back at camp this Thursday. Uh, hopefully, I'll have a one-on-one interview while we're there. If you have any questions or comments uh, about this or anything else that I might see during camp, feel free. Leave it in the comment. If you're listening to this on um, an audio podcast, especially iTunes, please leave a review. I appreciate it. It helps a ton. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please smash that like button. Hit subscribe if you're not subscribed and tag that notification bell so that you are notified each time we go live or upload a video. I think that's about all we got for today. I think this has been a a fantastic week so far for Indianapolis Colts football. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of in between. But as usual, we're going to see improvement. I'm hoping that we hear a little positive news about Jonathan Taylor sooner rather than later, right? Because quite frankly, I don't want to, I don't want to go into week one without the most prominent offensive weapon we have on offense. Now, if he's not ready, if he's still injured, if he's having problems, that's when questions need to get a little bit deeper. But I'm not too worried about it right now. We'll figure it out when it happens. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online.
And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Do you? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.